y'all? I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is The Kickstand. A place where you're going to kick up your motherfucking feet for about an hour or so. But we got a lot of great politicking going on right now. Uh, Super Guest September is ending officially as of today. Super Liddy. I am so excited about that. Plus, not to mention, I have my man Kate. KK in the building and Kev Cannon in the building. Everybody y'all hear me stutter. <laughs> Big case. But it is definitely going to be a feed the animals type of program. It is definitely going to be some lit ass shit. This is not just friends but family. Yes, sir. So we're definitely going to work on that. Now, don't forget that you can always find us on Google Music, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn. Um, we're uh, also on Instagram as the Kickstand Podcast. Make sure you hit us on Twitter at the Kickstand Pod and Facebook at the Kickstand Podcast. Don't forget, you can always email us for any show ideas or anything else that you're thinking at the Kickstand Podcast at gmail.com. So, all okay, well, damn, nigga, my high. This nigga. All of that out of the way. We did all of that. Don't don't ask niggas in this bitch taking pictures and everything. So first off, we're going to start off with the righteous and ridiculousness, but then we're going to get into the myth, the man, the legend, which is Kev Cannon. Yes, sir. Absolutely. The Cannon. I think about that every single time. Yeah, real shit happens. <laughs> every time. That's how he spells it. Right. It just, it just looks more, like, dangerous. It does. It's like he's, like, so, so vigilante. Right. No, we don't spell it the regular way. Like, you put, like, a killer in front no, of us. No, fuck it. We're going to add a K. <laughs> right. Well, I realize that's the differentiate. You know, when you yes, research, you know, you get a whole bunch of old century cannons. Yeah. So I was like, well, if we put the K in for it, mm-hmm. it'll get more direct to the source. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So first of all, let's start off with the ratchet and ridiculousness. At this particular point, it is small and petite because I had shit to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we both. Uh, first off, let's talk about the new listens for the week. So there are three new listens that I definitely have already talked to you guys about that I am in love with at this point. Number one definitely has to be Lil Wayne and the Carter Five. You got a chance to hear part of it. Not even a part, like a fucking a half of a quarter of it. A quarter of it because it's, <laughs> it's 23, yeah, about, it's 23. It's about 23 songs off to hear that. Yo, I only, I only got to track six and that's when I was like, I'm dropping it out. Yeah. That's crazy. Like I got the track six and I was like, "Fuck, that's I'm dropping out." Track six, it is... literally got that far. Track six, I was like, "Yo, fuck this, I'm dropping yeah. album." But by, by the time we got no, by the time we got to track six, and then we actually got to track eight because track eight was Mona Lisa. Oh, that's track eight. I think it's just track, track eight. eight. Track eight. So like, track once eight we got to Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa was one of the dopest songs on this whole fucking album. I feel like that's gonna be the hardest song in the world. It is. I think everybody fucks with it. So Mona Lisa is with Kendrick, um, and and Wayne. Kendrick Park and Kendrick killed. This. I don't know what it is about. I can't even say I don't know what it is. Yo, right. Kendrick's cadence to a fucking beat is like. I'm not even gonna say out of this world because we have so many legends that have a cadence to a beat where you'll be like, yo, you feel it? Yo, Kendrick's cadence to this fucking song, yo, it's just like, fucking do every song he does. It's just like, yo, what in the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, exactly. bro, you wanna hear more. So what Kendrick, I told him to run the song back. Yeah, I was like, no, yo, I, I literally start the shit over. Himself has just been a force to be reckoned with. But one of the things that I liked in this particular one were the different voices. So it's a level of being animated and feeling like this was him narrating the story and then him going into the story and being the person or the character himself. I mean, feeling that. like so you'll feel it when you hear the story that's being told with the the character that he's portraying, even down with his voice. 
how he high pitches, you know, he mm-hmm. gets real high pitched. And kind of like more emotional, like yeah, crying. You right? feel the emotion to it. It's like, shh. Yeah. Like, you feel it. It's like, damn, this, this bitch fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's about a bitch. She was like, damn. So, the card is. I haven't listened to the card. Uh, yeah, no, you will. It's great. It's great. Yeah. We'll, it, we'll do that offline. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Um, so, how do y'all feel about the week? Do you feel like it's about time for him? Or how do you feel about the week? I mean, I feel like he was waiting. I feel like yeah. I feel like since he was in that situation with Birdman, right. the lawsuit, I think he was just like not releasing any. So, see, are, so are you saying yeah. that you feel like he already had this already done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you said he's at the. Same I said the same thing. He said in the car. I said. I, I said my opinion like was I felt like I felt like it took him a while to release it yeah. because and maybe yeah maybe he would have had that on maybe he probably would have had it on Tuck already. We know Wayne. Wayne is, the, is notorious for shit like that. Yes. He, he does that. He can do that. He's notorious for that shit. But I'm, I said that, and I, you know, not taking away from the fact that he probably would have already had it, because I probably would think that too. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, like, he waited so long for it because you gotta remember how drastic hip hop has changed within the time frame from his last album. Like, drastic. Drastic, drastic. Somebody following right yeah, <laughs> So, you know, um, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is. Maybe it's more than the fact that he already had it on Tuck, but you gotta realize number one, Nikki's album just dropping, dropping her shit's like not fucking with it's it. High um, Drake high is garbage. okay. Drake, Drake's is alright. Um, Kendrick's album we already know is fucking fire. Um, um, what his beat selection amazing. J Cole shit is fire. J Cole's right fire. Now. So it's a lot of fire going on. It and his feature. Just like his choices of features. Well, so far, like I said, I only made the track eight. So I ain't heard shit yet, technically. But so far, the features I heard literally, my nigga, Nikki. I ain't gonna lie, niggas been bashing. Oh, I, I didn't know we were gonna go niggas into this. Been bashing. Are, we, are we doing this now? Are we doing yes, this now? Okay. Nikki, okay, so Nikki okay. I ain't gonna lie, niggas ain't necessarily been bashing you. But we've. Oh, no, we have. No, 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 no. I have. As a fan, it's called correction. Okay. It's not bashing. Okay. It's called correction. Right. It's what I'm, what I'm used to hearing, what I know about what you're capable of, right. and what I'm not hearing. Exactly. Your album That's was true. fucking trash, and I'm. I'm Nikki. Nikki. And I'm sorry, I'm sticking to the Yeah, trash. no, it's trash. It's trash. trash. I'm and you know better than anybody, I'm a huge fan. You know that. Yeah. You know that. I, I, I knew where you were going with that. See, I'm a trash. Am I a huge Nikki fan? Hell no. Right. But I know Nikki. I know she's a kid of love. Real quick, real quick footnote. I appreciate that every nigga that came on this show knows that I'm a Nikki fan. And don't nobody care about it. Like, yeah, I know you're a Nikki fan, but. She got bars. She does. But that's I what I want to hear. But what I will say is this. Nikki, I will never, ever in my life encourage you to sing. Never. Ever. You can't exactly. sing. You're an artist. You spit bars. Mm-hmm. And that artist is true. No. What I will say is this. She has always tried to sing. Always. Always. Oh, yeah. But this one song. Yo, this one song. It's called on the, Wayne's the album, Dark Side of the Moon. This one song on Wayne's album, yo. No bullshit. After the song went off, I was like, yo, that's the best I've ever heard Nikki sing in her whole entire career. It Ever. Is. And one of the big things with Nick that she does is she's like, um, oh, you know, when Nicki Minaj does a sample or, or writes a verse, you know, you know that she does it. This is also one of those moments where I knew that you didn't take you didn't take control of the mix. This is one of those moments that I knew that she didn't take control of the mix. Mm-mm. I said, Wayne took control of that whole mix. Yeah, you're fucking with Wayne. Wayne's in control of all his shit. He's yeah, always yeah, done it. Like, yo, you, you ain't, no, you, ain't no say so. If you're featuring on Wayne's shit, 
Wayne has say so on your vocals. Right. He has say so on your mix and master. All yeah. that shit. You're not because you're not jumping on his shit and doing like how she get Foxy on her shit. Okay, call on me real quick, real quick. This is the last time we're gonna go into this shit because I promise you. So, <laughs> so your people originate from an island. Your people originate from Foxy's Island, which is Jamaica. There's a whole bunch of sound. There's a whole bunch of Caribbean flow. There should be... A lot of patois. There should be a lot of patois in this whole situation. You understand know what I'm saying to you? First of all, Coco Chanel was a hot-ass fucking mess. And the mix... The, it was. I, and again, I fuck with this bitch. I like this bitch. This is my shit. I be in this bitch. I be bees in the track all day. You know what I'm saying? This is my bitch. This motherfucking mix was so fucking horrible. I said, oh my God, are you fucking sick? Nigga, when I tell you, when you listen to the song, you will really be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I probably won't listen to this song. No, please don't. Please don't. Because it's just, it's just that bad. Nigga, need to get back with Safari. Yeah, we, we said that. We did say that. We did say that. We did say that. But she, I, you the know what? The last time she, she was really hot and her shit was hot was with this nigga. Well, and you know what? I, I put it to you like this. The last time it was hot was the end of her being with this nigga too. Because the pink print was yeah, fine. It's even with the end of her being with this nigga. But it was still, right, exactly. It was still during the time. It could be the end of her being with him, but that don't count. That don't, that's not to say that the shit that he still helped her with was on the shit. So, and, and, some of, and some of that shit was because most of it was breakup shit. I don't know what it is. But it was horrible. Anyway. Yeah, get back with Safari. So we switching in, the topic. We switching. <laughs> in the pink, we are because I'm tired of this bitch. I told y'all that. I don't know why the fuck we do this. We do this shit every fucking episode. They gonna think this shit is Queen Radio. That's your man. Not fuck mine. that bitch. I don't care about her. I just get pissed off by like it's artists so who just don't really like perform properly. So like that just makes me mad. But aside from that, so he also has um, X Extension in there, uh, R.I.P. Um, he has Kendrick Lamar, Miss Minaj, Snoop Dogg, his daughter Regine. Nigga, he brought Ashanti out the dead. <laughs> so Ashanti is on. I don't get that far. So yeah, because that's later on in there. But he didn't brought Ashanti up out the dead. She coming mm-hmm. back. Ashanti so is always, always, And he always. brought back special delivery, the Swiss Beats. <gasps> that song yes. was hard as a bitch. Yes. Yes. Shorty. I was like, yo, and uh, as soon as it came on in my head, Swiss. As soon as it came on, Swizzy. Like, you you know a Swiss Beats. Do you remember you that, the original song? Yes, yes, I actually yes. do. Yes. Girl, First of all, Brooklyn, that was such a huge song. Like, yeah. Was it? It was such a, it was such a huge song. Cause that me too, and I still have that album. As a matter of fact, no, no, no. no. I have the I bad, I have the bad boy collaboration album that has G-Dub. that on there. Yeah, yeah. G-Dub was the shit. Yeah, his album was hard. What happens with artists with Puff though? Like when you go with Puff and and it don't go right, you go to God. It's called shelving. <laughs> no, no, no. You it's go to shelving. God. No, no. It ain't even shelving. You go to God. Shine, Jewish, Loom, Muslim, Mace, Christian. Like every time, no, I'm just saying. I'm, no, I'm every saying, time you don't fuck with you no more, you go to God. Like the basis is shelving. He does that. He shelves. If he you feel like he don't see, these no, he did it to many, 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 numerous fucking artists. Yeah, badly. Like you see the approach Los had to take. Yeah, Los had to eventually just suck it up and go on his own shit. Yeah. Because Diddy shelved Los for us. Yo, Diddy has probably shelved Los like. Since like 04, 05. Wow. Type shit. He yeah. had Los literally Did on the shelf. let him go resign? Yes, yeah, right there. Like, have you on the shelf that long? Like, he literally did that to He did that to Los. Right. Reshelf. Like, you can. Now, let me restock this nigga. Hit me back. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 
So speaking of niggas that that uh, shell people projects, Birdman is under investigation. <laughs> See how I work? I'm telling you, it goes in there. Birdman, Birdman is under investigation. Asia saw KK movies. Hey, you say, you fuck Birdman is under investigation for allegedly plotting Little Wayne's tour bus ambush. Um, so yeah. this was late. Man. No, no, it's late. <laughs> it's late. But you know, back, really? back in 2005, Weezy was leaving a performance in Atlanta on his tour bus around 3:30 a.m. After the bus pulled away, gunfire ensued. Um, no one was injured. Police eventually nabbed the shooter and. Judge sentencing uh, him to 20 years. The judge sentenced him to 20 years. The T- no, the shooter. Uh-huh. Um, TMZ said in 2015, the shooter Jim Carlton Winfrey <laughs> used a cell phone <laughs> app. We started interview with that. Where's that? Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. They served you right, Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad they mend defenses and I'm glad that this album is officially out, though. I'm definitely proud of this album. Yo, this album is everything. First of all, Lil Wayne emotionally got me from the jump. The very first track is the interlude. Which yeah, the first track is his mom literally crying, crying. expressing yeah, love yeah, everybody with that shit. Yo, I was like, of what? Of course. What is going on? That's how you capture the audience. That's marketing as well. Yeah, it is definitely right. marketing. Emotions. Yeah. Right. Capture the audience. Right. Right. Track one. Do you want to hear my mom crying? Between you and your mom. It's <laughs> <not> <laughs> like shit. But wait a minute, y'all notice that's a new thing in hip-hop? I've noticed that because from Lil Wayne to who I'm going to talk about next, which is Logic, and even um, even Eminem did it. All of them are, like, keeping voice messages. Like, they're keeping the shit uh, the voice messages. I say this. I will say a midlife crisis. I, I also say it. this. Eminem been doing that. Yeah. Like, Eminem has... A couple numerous tracks as far as like a voicemail. A voice message is right. Here's a lot of them shit. Like now, the voice messages are not a new thing. I get that because all artists have done that. But Kamikaze, he definitely did it. But Eminem definitely been yeah. been doing that shit. Yeah, back to the Birdman thing. I like, I don't see how Wayne could be cool with a nigga. This shit's ball. Shoot your bus up. It's ball, nigga. So no, dude. Please, you say um. Do not justify. So here's my justification. Would you be cool with me if I tried to shoot your bus? And I'm gonna tell you why. 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 Between you, you, and you. All right, exactly. All the love that I have for you, despite the moment that you may have had, I, I, some shit. Like everybody get one. No, I get everybody it. Everybody get one. I get look. I wholeheartedly get Everybody get one. I understand that, yo. But at the end of the day, yo. It was a scare. It was more than one though. Beach. No, that shit happened more. It was more than one. I know. I'm just saying, y'all get one. It was like a million like, I'm like, dollars. Nigga, let's shoot the fair yeah, one before money. anything. Right. I, and I, I agree with that too. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, let's shoot. Nigga said, "Look, yo, fuck it. I'm just going straight to. So I'm cool. Well, I'm getting your tour bus shot up, my nigga. Fuck it. I'm reading <laughs> a couple text messages and shit. Fuck your tour bus." Now my yeah. question is: Was that a big scare or was that a, a, a murder plot? Like good question. Good That's good a shit. very good question. Because it's like, are you actually trying to take this man out, yeah. or are you just like trying to scare him to delay whatever he's trying to do? I feel yeah, like it was good a one shot. Like a one shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, speaking from the you know the incident with Charlemagne, everything's you know you don't gotta worry about Birdman. You worry about the motherfuckers they showing up with him. Right. They might not act the ass and act a donkey on camera, but they're pretty sure these niggas will do First of all, Brian don't want that smoke. Okay, he's trying to get married to Tony. Brian don't give a shit about none of this, really. Truth be told, he really don't. But his know, is apparent Mr. Big Famous said, uh, you, could, you could take, you could, 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 you could
Back to my listens. The second listen I had was definitely Logic, which is Young Sinatra 4. And I haven't heard that yet. Young Sinatra 4 is everything. And it, it was funny. That's the, a cool name. Yeah, no. It, so it's actually been the title of a couple of albums. Um, so his... Remember we were talking about the voice message situation? His first track has voice messages of all of his fans leaving where they're from, how he's changed their lives, this, that, and the third. He was on that that um, Rapture DVD I was showing you that was on um, that was on Netflix. Mm, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. it, this man single handedly for me hands up, stand down. That's a Maryland native. I will fuck with him forever. And he's I don't from, care um, now. Um, PG. He's, from, he's from Montgomery, Montgomery County. Montgomery. Montgomery. That's actually Montgomery. one of the Montgomery. richest counties in Maryland. Yeah. He's that he's that close. He was that close to us. And his boy is doing it and is amazing. The album itself is so good that you don't... For him to have, for him to, thanks. And for him to have such values in his music and come from here is great. And know, for he could just be another like... Bang Bang artist. Exactly. His shit actually has substance to it. Yeah. Like, you actually can feel his music. Yeah, yeah. like... And we also have gotten to a point where we're like, okay, with Logic, um, I think that we're seeing past the skin color itself because everyone thinks that he's white. But don't forget, if your daddy is black, nigga, you still a nigga. <laughs> like, daddy's black? Yeah. See, that documentary, that documentary that was in Rapture was, a part of that was about that. And, like, he speaks about that in this album. Like, yo, all I wanted from my father was a hug. Wow. Like, yeah, he was like, my nigga, my, da- my dad was on crack. Like, he talks about all Daddy wasn't there. Daddy wasn't there. Favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. And he's supposed to be rebooting. I love that. And allegedly, Mike Myers is supposed to actually reboot. Yes, he's supposed to be rebooting. We covered that. I'll be there when he's rebooting it. Yeah, Yeah, baby. Shagadelic. Okay. And then my last one, because y'all don't give a shit about this anyway, but was Kevin Gates. <laughs> Luke Brassi 3 fire. for all my <laughs> more fire more fire we don't like him <laughs> that's okay for all my niggas out there that love their good Luke trap music that is that's my nigga for that and Luke Brassi 3 let me say this is, is oh, let me say this let me say this no <laughs> right like what the fuck you raw this bitch gang raw dog yeah what I will say about no, what I will say about Kevin Gates weird. am I a fan of Kevin Gates no honestly I'm not mm-hmm. never follow this music I don't, I don't like his tonality. Yeah, weird part about that it. is, it's funny that you say that. I actually do. Uh, That's so strange. Yeah, see, I never, I never was a. a huge but you, fan but of y'all him. also remember, he's I had like ratchet music. No, I like ratchet. He's music. had, I like dumb shit. We, we all like ratchet music to an extent. Like I've had, I've liked a few. He has some. He has a solid like. Like, for me, for me... But am I, like, chasing every song that comes out? I don't know. No, like, absolutely not. Kevin but Gates is Kevin Gates to me. Like, but, like, but for me, he's a smoke and ride kind of nigga. You feel what I'm saying, too? It's, let me smoke this blunt, let me ride down the street with this and shit. And now he's smoking that, a ride. That, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, but that's, yeah, but yeah. that's my shit. That's my shit. Let me smoke this, you know what I mean? This right, let me I'm ride down the street. <laughs> it is what it is. I got all the excuses to not like this motherfucker. I find he's saying that, like, this nigga ain't smoking. I don't want to be like... Off topic, we can go into the worst, the worst part of the of uh, this whole thing, which is rape culture. Let's go ahead. We're gonna all right, Joe. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Fuck it. Cause first of all, first of all, they already locked up my man's. They already locked up Mister Puddin Pop himself. Who's that? <laughs> Bill Cosby. First of all, no, who's that? <laughs> Somebody coming in the back door. Hmm? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you know I'm nervous. Well, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby well, is the man. <laughs> Yeah, let's take in. Come on, come on out. Like, 
all these allegations. <laughs> Thank you. I don't remember none of that shit. You're not gonna get me to I mean, let's it really yet. pull up. Let's really start pulling cards. You know, like government officials yeah, yeah. and uh, you know. Let's let's start looking at our teachers. Like Bill Cosby is an old so, man about to about to leave the earth. Right. So I'm just right. No, I just don't. I just don't appreciate. Thanks, that. Valerie. Thank you, Valerie. No, we love you. But I don't. I just don't appreciate that type yeah, of. Man. I, just don't, oh! I don't appreciate that type of slay to a legend such as Bill Cosby, yo. Okay, let me let me add a side note real quick. Right. My side note for that will be this. D.L. Hughley said it best, and I said it to somebody else recently. D.L. Hughley was like, "Yo, they try to kill you twice." Okay. So just like for instance, why? Because he wants to. Because he has enough. Uh, credentials to no. own yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that is part of it literally so, that's no, it so, so here's the killing twice and we're D.L. Hughley men he said it within the, the context of the woman that the police officer I think it was in Florida that went into the man home and killed him recently so that happened and what they did was they tried to defame his name first like he wasn't a he wasn't a good guy in the community. It was right. X Y Z the same like third. He wasn't Bill Cosby. Right, right, exactly. Thank you. Lucky but, he wasn't Bill Cosby. Real shit. Exactly. But the one thing that they ended up doing with Bill Cosby was the same thing. They stripped everything from him before they took him to prison. So can I ask you a question? So do Thank you? Good looking, bro. But do you? So, this, this, so do you? Take, let me take so so you, this, so the most, this the most liquidy ass show I ever had in my life. So do you? So do you? So so when you say something right, like that, so you say something like that, do you res, do you respect that? Are you actually? Do you have Bill Cosby's side, or are you just like you know what? If it happened, it happened. Like because right. to me, I speak for myself. I don't believe none of that shit. I don't. I Michael Jackson. I Michael Jackson pled innocent. He was innocent in the case. By law, they by molesting children. Wrong. They yes, regardless, they deemed him innocent and what, for and, that. And what was going on with Michael Jackson? He had enough power to gain his masters. Thank and you. And at the end of the day, Thank at you. the end of the what day, else? What else? still said a fuck you to everybody because at the end of the day, still on the piece of Sony. So every exactly. motherfucking artist that you love, so, still goes exactly. to Michael Jackson. So see this. So see this. Are you Stop gonna? Are you gonna, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna put this? Are you gonna put this title behind a person who? Who I can lie to you. The Cosby Show. That's real shit. And guess what? The Cosby Show was back then when we had real black television. So so let me let me say something. And I'm gonna read this quote after you finish. Go ahead. I've never been a big. I'm not a fan of Cosby. Right. Before I knew about anything, all this whatever was happening with Cosby now. I ain't like his views on hip hop. Go ahead. Not just hip hop. The whole black community. Cosby was kind of cooning out for a long time. Like he really like. How was he cooning out? Cause you're telling me, you got yo, you know my Cosby show. First, not just he doesn't like hip hop, and he doesn't like he. I can't. I don't know. Exactly That's his prerogative. Was. You might not like rap. Nah, but it was more. It's more. It, it was a little bit more than that, though, because I do remember that I'm he boy, he boycotted. So here's the thing. So I, I agree with you. I agree with you in this so in this so sense. Me, everything so everything is happening to call me right now. I don't give a damn. Well, look, and, he, and here's the defense in that, and here's and, and here's where KK. I can't. I can't. I can't. What do you call it? I can't. Articulated. Articulated right, right. now. No, I'm gonna articulate it for you. No, you so, can't. Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna articulate that part out for him and I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, back in the day, especially when we were younger and we were coming up, he dismissed rap music. See, he's, he's, listen, listen, no, listen, listen. I, and this is what I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm gonna school you. Go ahead. He's dis- he dismissed rap music. Oh. He said he said that we, he basically said that we wasn't shit as rappers. Like that, like that was a, uh, uh, 
disservice to the communities. Right. Um, because we were right. Black music was a disservice to the whole thing in general. Then, not to mention the fact he is a comedian. Any comedian that used profanity, he went at them. Dave Chappelle will tell you about them. Um, uh, let's see, Dave Chappelle, um, Monique, all of every black comedian that was on the urban circuit, every. Every, every black comedian, black comedian or deaf comedy jam, every deaf comedy, right? All of that would always tell them that Bill Cosby always tried to come for them first. Now, what I will say is, so he also he pro- promoted a higher sense of self, but also people didn't, and he wanted that true did, and didn't promote ignorance. But so, that's not that, bad. No, that's not no. That's not no, fucking no, bad. He 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 promoted Cosby. Also, a lot of people that met Cosby always would say he had a hateful. Demean about him. Something about yes. him wasn't right. Yeah, everybody said that about me too, but no, do I give a fuck? No, they don't. Nigga, fuck out of here. You don't. That's a lie and the truth ain't in it. That's a whole fucking lie, my nigga. You were the most jolliest person I know. Get out of here. That's not, that's not true. That's not true. No, but here's my thing. Can I say something? I feel like that's. At the end of the day, yo, liking of this one man or liking of multiple black men who might have this situation, yo. It will remain biased at the, at the end of the day. Yeah, no. For example, you know, you can get like... Well, I like what he represented in the yeah, community. Yeah, I do believe that too. As a, as a father figure. That's real shit. Yeah. As a, as a, a, a black professional For man, television that was as big as home, it was. Right. That show. Especially for the 90s. Especially for the 90s and the 80s. The, the end of the now 80s his and the opinions 90s. on rap music? Don't even fucking matter. I don't give a fuck. Like, like, uh, it, it, it really, is, I believe I it, do, it doesn't matter. So here's why I care. So here's why I care. Let me, me tell you why. Hold Let me on. tell you why. Let me tell you why I care real quick and then you go into it. The reason why I care, though, is because as an artist, I will never be silenced at what I want to say. So if I say fuck you and this ain't, this ain't shit and I don't give a fuck about none of this... I'm allowed to say it. Let me use the profanity because that's the language of our streets. That's the language that we grew up on. That's not, it's not no shit where you just be like, oh, well, forget this. And I don't like that. I'm not going to change who I am for that. I'm not a conformist in that way. Like, that shit don't happen for me. So, Bill wanted that. Bill was almost like Bill O'Reilly for New York. Like, that's where that's where Bill Cosby was. He was like the but Bill O'Reilly. did he O'Reilly get that? that? No. But no, he didn't. Did Bill O'Reilly ever get it? Does, Hell no. But does he, still, does he still stand as... Yes! Bill Cosby as... Mm-mm. Unfortunately. Pause. Go ahead. No, no, no. No. Because I... No. Because I, I, I agree with everything he said. That's real shit. Does he still have that title? As, does, as Bill Cosby. Do people give a fuck about that? No, no, they don't. Because guess what? No, they don't. At the end of the day, we live in the world of everyone wanting to be a part of something, yeah. a part of a discussion, a debate, politics, now, media, to, rap music, everything. Now, no one can have their own opinion mm-hmm. successfully True. and comfortably. You can True. never come. You can't. You see, look, I come out, I come out one Hashtag day. you woke and you be known. Yeah, I, I come outside and I say, yo, look, yo, I don't lie to you, man. Uh... I'll fuck with Kevin Gates' album. I will get fucking backlash from all Kevin Gates fans. But but here's also the thing with that. That's always been hip-hop's MO anyway. Yeah. You can have a top 10 list every year, and everyone will be like, this nigga don't deserve to be on here because he didn't do X, Y, Z for the year. Every year, it's always the same thing, so nothing changes from that. Nothing changes from that. But the one thing that I will say in Bill Cosby's defense of what he grew and built for us as a community, when... A different world came out. They have to destroy that image today. And they, and they tried. And they, they definitely did. They definitely did. 
But um, when A Different World came out, I remember that being my pinnacle of wanting to go to college. I was like, yo, you see I want to go to look, look at that great influence. And it was such a great influence. It yeah, definitely sure. was. Uh, it yeah, definitely yeah. was. And then I, was I like, came oh, around years later, right? And I'm watching it in the early 2000s. And that shit made me want to go to college. Exactly. Now, I never did it. But, but the point being, it was definitely one of those influences where I was like, yo, I want to go to an HBCU. I want to step. I want to pledge. I want to do all of that. And I'm going to, I want to, you know, step and pledge and do all of that shit. You feel me? Did you just reach? No. Nah, all I want to say is, nigga, you don't reach. What the fuck is going on here? You don't reach for that? Look. Okay. <laughs> you don't like we doing coke or something, bitch. You're smoking <laughs> vegan blunts. I'm going to go fuck. I'm going to take you to smoke a blunt. Organic raps. Maybe I'm going to smoke a blunt. No, 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 no. I like that. I the, think that's the rap right. regardless. They're going to make me no, smoke. I just wanted to show you because I, I don't know. Oh, no. Vegan. 100% organic so hemp. And then it's 100% tobacco free. Yes. Two filter yes. tips. That's, that's amazing. Herbal wraps. Do you know what would happen to me if I hit one of the Mitchells? Of Amsterdam. Smokey and Hector. Oh my god, not that. Probably not. So, look, no, no, no. No! The, bullshit! Listen, listen! So, the back is actually really dope, though. So, it says vegan, 100% organic hemp, GMO free, 100% tobacco free, two filter tip, herbal wraps, product of Amsterdam, Netherlands, high hemp. Okay, this one's not bad. And CBD. And CBD. So, this is not bad. This is a beautiful wrap, I must say. Okay. Shout out that to, actually uh, sounds better than the raw wrap. Shout out to Grape Ape, high hemp, organic wraps. Sponsored Kev Cannon and this talk show. And feed the animals and the kickstand podcast apparently. Um, okay, lastly, last rape nigga. Last rape nigga. This is the last one. <laughs> is, yes, is going to be Nelly. Nelly, who is uh, who had a claimed uh, alleged rape case on a tour bus, um, has actually settled out of court for that. So don't nobody really give a fuck about uh, Cornelius. But, uh, Who's Cornelius? That's, that's, uh, Nelly. <laughs> so, Nelly's real name. That's Nelly's real name. Cornelius. Yeah. I call these I call these niggas by their real name. Mama name Cornelius. I'ma call him Cornelius. Um so basically another man on So here's the thing. We all men in this room. How do y'all feel about where rape culture and the Me Too movement is now? So let me I'll start. Okay. The, um, the Me Too the Me Too movement. Who's the Me Too? So the Me Too movement came around <laughs> when when well, hold on, hold on. The Me Too movement came around when Bill Cosby got um Got charged, and all of these women started coming. Yes, primarily. So listen, oh, listen, listen. Oh, so it's like me too. Like yes, everyone was like, oh, like, okay, oh so wait, oh, me too. um, this happened to me as oh, well. Yeah, oh, it's kind of like like Pharrell in the clips. Yep, Mr. Me too. Mr. Me too. Exactly. So so, which I feel personally, like wholeheartedly, I might be wrong. It's my opinion, and I say that strongly. You always do. Cause yeah, because you know nowadays, once again, we're in a, in a, in a society where. You have to let a nigga know that it's your opinion, yeah, 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 not just yeah, speaking yeah. generally. Which, no. is, which is where we are. My opinion, you got to. You know, my opinion is that honestly, we are definitely in the realm of me too. Mm-hmm. There are motherfuckers coming out the cut. Did you know Jamie Foxx had a lawsuit against him about slapping his dick on a bitch? Slapping his dick in a bitch face? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. We're fucking up. We're fucking up. We're fucking up. Slapping his dick on a woman's face. Oh, yeah. Yes. But you know she tried to sue him for that? About at, the, uh, at one of his parties. In yes. She tried to sue yes. him. So first of all, why your dick close yes. enough? Why your face all close enough to his dick? So it's like, at the end of the day, we're yes. in a world where <laughs> my face is just popping up like, oh, um, that is, that is a, you won't even be knowing. That is a valid point. Why is your face this close to this nigga dick? Like, why is that happening? 
<laughs> so it's like you just Why? popping up. You just pop. Look, oh look, this is my perfect opportunity. But now look, you Pretty wait. Uh, yo, majority of these cases that are springing up right now on, into the culture are coming from twenty years ago. Right. Twenty, well, bro. Twenty years ago, I'm talking about like early. Late 80s, early 90s, these kids are springing back up where chicks come out and they were like, yeah, um, in 1991, this nigga put his dick in my face and smacked me with it. And then you're like, this is 2018, why was your face near his dick? Because his dick was in my mouth. In my mouth originally, but then I was like, oh no. I'm like, no, I'm not with this, but bitch, I know you Jamie Foxx, but I still don't. No, bitch. What's up? Like, why? Uh, uh, it just don't make sense to me. Like I said, we're in a fucked up ass world, and not only music, in media, in culture. But, but it's also it's, all the, that it's shit. the era. It's just the era of culture of where it is now. Shout out to underground hip hop, because that's a shit will always remain neutral. It always remain realistic. But listen, listen. Fuck, so fuck the the one thing that I realized that I definitely realized within where we are culturally, like we're at everybody's a winner. I remember going to karate matches or little league matches and losing that shit and being like, oh, we lost. I had to move on and had to really grow from that shit. Right. Like, niggas don't grow. You can't grow from the shit that's handed to you, my nigga. That, that ain't it's, it. That's a fact. That, that it's, ain't it's it. It's too much, you know, you sign the deal and you got a car and a house instantly, you know, you don't really God bless work you. for it. You know what I'm saying? Not too hard. It don't really work. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you know that nigga high his equilibrium like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, 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 ah, it's, it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a bounce, man. Give me a bounce. Not exactly. Not a high five. Exactly. Fuck, we playing tennis? You talking about tennis? You know, Rick Ross used to play tennis. Yes. The real Rick Ross. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then fat ass Rick yeah, Ross. Yeah, I know. His name. The real authentic Rick Ross? Yeah. Just play tennis. I know. Yeah. yeah. I found out because my manager, Empire. Did you meet Empire yet? So uh, yeah, no. I, real I, quick, before we I go into know. before we go into the whole empire situation, I met him. I met him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that thought. Funny guy. Real Let's quick. take a break, real quick. We're going to hold for a quick second. We'll come back with more with Cap Cannon. We'll come back with KK. We'll come back with Feed the Mr. Animals. You know what I'm saying, let's do this. You know what I'm saying, Feed the Animals, bitch. Let me kill the game. You know what I'm saying, Mafia shit. You know what I mean, we out. We out. We out. We out. We out. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not. Yo, welcome back once again. I am your boy, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is the Kickstand Podcast. And we're back with our special guest, Kev Cannon in the building. My man, KKK. 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 AKA Zodiac. It's a lot of K's. A lot of things going on here. Not the KKK. It is. It's a lot. It's very confusing. Okay. So, Kev Cannon has. An amazing, amazing album that is dropped called The Marauder. Am I correct? Can I say something the really Marauder fast? Marauder EP. EP, right. Can I say something very fast? I saw him putting up, like, why he he named it The Marauder. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed is, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I think since I love cars, I'm thinking to myself, like, you guys don't know what The Marauder is? Like, that's a classic. A classic car. The Marauder is a classic. I am a, I'm a car crackhead. Right. When he... When I first saw that bitch, when I was sitting out here, I was like, who the fuck vehicle is this? Mm-hmm. And Troy was like, oh, this Cam shit. So Cam just pull up, like, Cam got a Marauder. Nigga, that's a, that's a classic shit. Classic. All right, unclassic yeah. No, um, fuck unclassic. That's respect. No, no, very no. vintage. Very vintage. I respect that. Very Thank vintage. You. Thank you. Shake my very hand. vintage. <laughs> very, very right. fucking vintage, yo. So, so I'm like, wait, this nigga just... Yeah. Then you name the EP after the whip, like... Right. Which is awesome. 
So what gave you the inspiration to name the EP that to begin with? At my mains. Well, when... <laughs> At my mains. I would say half of the album was recorded, if not 70%. And then I got the Murata at this guy's house out in Pasadena. He was like a collector of old cars. And he attended the Glen Burnie car show every weekend with his wife and kids. So he sold this Murata to me. And I wanted to know what the word Murata meant, and I looked it up in the dictionary, like a perspective or a view, or you know, pretty much a perspective. And mm-hmm. I said, "Wow, well, you know, when I felt, when I finally felt the the velvet on the seat and and everything, and just heard the engine, and I I, met, I, I recorded the rest of the album." I knew for a fact that that was was I was gonna call it, you know. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And um, so one well, how which y'all niggas done fucked up. <laughs> Forgot where the fuck my questions are. Um, so who mostly influences you? Where do your influences come from? My influences come from the origin of mankind. <laughs> the origin of mankind. Yes. So from the beginning. Yep. Right, is it more yeah. God-oriented or...? Definitely God, definitely um, I resign more in the spiritual side. You know, right. I use intuition to survive mm-hmm. um, and to make most of my decisions, mm-hmm. which I deem is responsible. It may not always be in everybody else's eyes, but I would say I, I resign more in the spiritual side. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so what genres influence you the most in your music? Reggae. Um, Definitely reggae. And mm-hmm. like, well, obviously hip-hop. Of course. And then like, um, just different sounds. Right. That, you know, like a door creaking or you know, tones, mm-hmm. this different uh, sirens, different, just every sound pretty much. Right. So does that also mean that via, via the fact that you're New York and Baltimore, how does that, how does that landscape develop the way that your, your influence is? Um, it's always a thought process. Yeah. <laughs> I would say like, um, well, both landscapes are, are quite different, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it's the chill and, and then the bustle at the same time. Right. You know, it's like the breeze and trees and Druid Hill Park and then mm-hmm. the next thing you know, it's like... Then it's Brooklyn. You know, I'm in, yeah. I'm in the rat hole mm-hmm. <laughs> with Chris. Right, exactly. Okay. So, um, how did you originally get started in, in music in general first? Um, I just started writing music. I always loved music. I started playing the drums at a young age. Um, I played in a church in Switzerland, mm-hmm. um, visiting my aunt for a summer in a ch- local church. Okay. I was a little child star playing the drums. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, um, when I got back to Flatbush, my grandmother got me a drum and I would play every now and then. Mm-hmm. Then when I became a teenager, I just started writing lyrics down, like 14, 13, and then I ran to KK about 15, knocked on the door, 
Uh, actually, your house. My house, yes. <laughs> My house. And I, My I apartment. Did, I saw like instruments through. I saw some music equipment through the window. Yeah, you probably so saw the like, guitar at the time and the and the whole system. I was like, oh yeah. my god, what is going on in there? So I knocked on the door. It's like, yo, do y'all do do y'all do music? And he's looking at me all strange. And I was like, uh, no harm, you know, no harm. I just wanted to know if you guys do music. And he's like, yeah, we do music. Um, everyone is falling off, but. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we pretty much, you know, still have the equipment and still so, able to. And, and to, to piggyback off of that story, so how that came to be at that moment. Um, um, that was at the time when we were still MEO. Um, yeah, you bet not. So, <laughs> no, I saw that. Thank you. Um, so, my brother. so he, it was at the time when we were, you know, we were still MEO. Um, and we... Came up with the name because we were Mid-East official. We felt like we were in the middle. We were on the East Coast. Yeah. And we were the most official niggas that you would ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at the at the time, we were sitting there and we were like, yo, this ain't this ain't gonna work no more. Like, we, we just, we getting older. We were 20, 25, 26, 27, and like, things started happening. We was like, you know, look, I, I don't know if I can do this shit no more. Hip-hop-wise, I couldn't do it no more. And then this young-ass kid sees what what's going on in my apartment and it went from there so i definitely appreciate that though. Definitely. i respect it yeah. because at the end of the day guess what we would never have this podcast if you and him never would have met that that definitely i believe that i believe Think that, about that, that the case like kev bro you are a huge a spark to the no you're a huge huge catalyst yeah. to this yeah absolutely but you don't understand absolutely Maybe it's not said to you. Maybe it's not said it to you. But we always tell ourselves, yo, we have to get Kev on this show. We, we, said have that, to, we said that for a whole year. We a whole year. We, we, have, to, whole we year. have to implement Kev on the show. You yeah. why? You're a catalyst to this. Absolutely. Had you to never ever. And you remember, me and Kev, nigga, I was. You all remember, yo, I was like two grades younger than Kev. Mm hmm. I'm leaving with Kev. I wouldn't hang with nobody my age. I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm with Kev. We leaving. We, chill. we, we smoking an L. We chilling while listening to dope ass music. He's showing me shit. Like, and you know how we doing my break? Like, he's showing me shit. Right. So it's like, I done never met neither of you. Any of you. None of y'all. That was like 2011. Like, I'd never met y'all if I'd have never been around Kev. I was okay. And, 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 and that's and that's a true. So think about that. This podcast would never. And when I left out, yeah. when we when we left out of that area, you two clicked up naturally. Yes. And stuck together. Yes. You see how that exactly happened? exactly yeah, it made it happen. Us, it was like kind of lonely. It was yeah. kind of like I didn't live next door anymore. More, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and you lived down the street. I didn't live there no more. Yeah. I live, I live down here. It's like, damn, I can't yeah, see Kev no more. Right. So it's like, yeah. shit. But I will, say, I will say this, and this is my testimony. <laughs> test- <laughs> test- <laughs> I want to thank you. And the reason why I thank you is because LCFO, which was my very first mixtape, yeah. and me doing what I did, yeah. even with one so video. But, but the crazy, but the crazy, right, right, it was, it was. But the crazy thing is, if it was not for you, if it was not for Carlos, if it was not for Alvin, being in that spot and in that space at that time, 
I don't know if I would have ever did that. Or if I would have ever recorded. So like, dog, that was an inspiration to me. And I never ever got a chance to really say that to you. But the reality was, if you weren't in that space... Thanks for dropping it. That was was the energy needed at the time. And we had had a really good energy. We had a specific schedule. We were Sunday. It was like, yo, this is what we need to do. We need to get XYZ recorded. I I got my car right. I got my first car. Like, all of those things happened. And now say this. And now say this. We always had a physical... Sorry, but we yes. always manifest. Yes. Yeah. We always. That's one thing about us. You know, there's a lot of groups within the city who is independent and local, mm-hmm. and they may do a lot of shows, or they may not. But their business is not always up to par. They're they not actually physical. They're not getting bread. They know they don't got physicals. But right. physical. Like after you say, after you say, yo, I'm gonna get this, this, and that. We want to see it because we gotta right. see it. Right. If we don't see it. You ain't doing shit. Right. You feel me? So at the end of the day, we always, we got new whips, new new houses. We, we Everything changed. If any of us go broke, one of us could take another one in. And, and move important. up. Right. That's important in it. Right. Exactly. And now if lose this house, I know for a fact, I'm, we can call Maxine and be like, all right, yo, can we, this much months? If he, if I was in the situation, like, and that's what it yeah. seems about, like, sure, everybody yeah. got their own, and everybody brings something to the table. Yeah, for sure. You know? yeah. And I'll say this, real talk, I was a wholeheartedly shit, because niggas might not know, niggas know me now as, as the producer, niggas don't know where I started. <laughs> niggas don't know I was coming to their sessions. Yeah, every, every Sunday. Kev knew, Kev knew I produced. Kevin knew I produced. He knew I produced. Yeah. He was like, hey, look. Did my first track on, one yeah. my, on my separate Yeah, I know. Yeah. But he knew I produced. He told me, like, look, I know you got beats. Um, I got a producer who we in the house. You know, you should sit there. I'll never. That's some shit I'll never forget ever yeah. in my life. No matter how yeah. nice yeah. I get. Yeah. And yeah. my yeah. looking at me. Yeah. And still, yeah. until this day right now, <laughs> them motherfuckers who hear my shit, they're looking at me like, nigga, I'm a god with this shit. That is like, true. Who are you? That like, is nigga, true. We've never heard of you, but your shit said like, nigga, you are the nicest I've ever heard. That but is guess true. guess what? Hey, this nigga Kevin never came to me <laughs> like, okay. Had you never met this nigga? None of that shit. Right. Kevin like, yo, I got to help. I, I record <laughs> here. You know, bring your laptop. Kevin, no. I can just record my laptop. Kevin like, look, I yo. Connected. Kevin's like, yo, right. bring your laptop. Bring your laptop. Yo, these they record. We record every Sunday. It's a producer already there, yo. You can link up with him online. That's what. From there, what happened? Sitting in the house. Now I'm on shit. Okay, which one of y'all producer? Oh, that's KK right here. Oh, KK produced? Okay, well, look. Now KK coaching me. Yep. Y'all still doing the music? Now KK coaching me. Right. What's this? Well, I like this right here. I like this right here. But, um, you should yes. do this. Exactly. You can do this better. You can do this better. You can do this better. And the funny, and the funny thing about it is, let, let us be clear for the audience. We did this shit all in a one bedroom apartment that had And it's funny because as we got older, I felt like it got smaller. But the reality <laughs> was, it was, it was <laughs> the largest shit. Like, like, yeah, I, I didn't come for a while and I walked in. I was like, what the fuck? Smallest shit, right? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did, like, did I grow or something? Right. Like, I was looking around. I was like, the couch is right there. Like it, yeah, it yeah. To, that that was our little world, our little sanctuary. Every every weekend we huddled up in there, yep. making tunes. You know, to yeah. it was two, fucking worth it. It was worth every and that second. Was, that was a good. I want to say that was a good what a two three year run. It doesn't matter. Point. That shit right. was worth it to it was, me it personally as a person as a producer. Right. That shit Fresh was worth off. it. 
and worth it. At the end is guess what? We we'll come right back right now and be like, like right oh now. look, we need producers. Kick it out. Shoot yes. beats. Yes. Oh, we need we yes. need verses. Before, before we have like you said, <laughs> it's 600, six hundred square foot apartment. It's right. You know now now we have an actual room to record in. Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. Remember, remember we had that motherfuckers be quiet and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to hear that. Put earphones in, like, all right. Let me not say shit. All right. That's true. No, I did. In the basement, like, progression. Progression. That's what's important. Nigga, either way, it's progression. Oh, what, the be quiet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine, but I'm just saying, in general, that's fine. But the whole situation is, like, sometimes there's more space to do that. So it wasn't like, oh, we doing this from such and such time. Oh, Maxine got to get up in the morning. Let's stop this. You can create. Throughout exactly. all of that, like I literally have a basement where I go and I can create and be like, "Look, yeah, this is what we do." We did it? Exactly. This, you know, this is how we do. We did it. We did it. Exactly. And he's like, "All right, look, back here upstairs. Let's move to the basement. Finish the oh, yeah, yeah. basement. Yeah. All right, cool. We done. Nigga, continue writing. I'm going on this. Like, that's oh, how. Yeah, that it. is that is what it's about. Right. But you know, you you can't get there without the humble days of. Huddling up. I'm not yeah, having that. Right. Exactly. Being I'm like, not having like, that luxury. Hold on. Hold on. Like, three, yeah, yeah. two, uh, one. Uh, like, somebody like, eh, me coming from smoking. Like, yo, you are, yes! <laughs> like, nigga, you, you just go, you just come in while I'm trying to put this just ball. Just funny. Just funny. I'm going to teach you. I'm going I never ever said this before, but you tell me where I get it from. It's from KK. I get this whole the three, three two, two yes I already knew that I already knew that I didn't even get it you talking about uh, a nigga that recorded with this nigga for like eight nine years prior I didn't hear y'all doing this I'm like alright uh, alright who about to record today oh shit can't really record alright you hit KK like this alright three he already here on the top line look KK on the top look KK look KK say it again say it again say it again say it again KK already talked low so it's like they're like, all right, 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 but wait a minute, I love, I love him, I love him as a producer. Because he's like, he's like, three. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Start. Every time, every time. He hasn't done it in a while, but I'll give you that. He hasn't done it in a while, but you haven't done it in a while. He hasn't done it in a while. I'm using the hardest recording. Right, true. I used to always tell him like, "Yo, just hit the button, yo." Yeah. I had to count down. That shit was real. Imagine. I'm like, "Yo, hit the button." We are New York times. Like, like, come on, son, hit the button, son. Come on, B. That ass. I got. I got to get this project out here, B. That ass. Like, I'm. I'm dead ass with you niggas. Like, fuck out of here, done. I gotta get this project done, B. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm like, like, done. Like, done. Like, yo, I'm tired. I'm tired of these niggas, done. I need, I'm saying, I need, I need all these bars, you know what I mean? Nigga, I got, I got like 42 chambers out this bitch, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Fuck the 36, nigga. I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? Brooklyn all day, you know what I'm saying? BK Burrow, stand up. You already know what it is. Fuck out of here, done. No, you don't want Kev Kev talk the most shit. I'm the niggas kicking up. Kev talk the most shit on every song. Every Yo, song. every time. Every, every song. Every he song. Every song. Every song. He talk shit. He talk shit. He say some little line, and you be like, what the 
fuck is nigga saying? <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, run that back, yo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> run that back. Every time. What do you say? What do you say? Run that back again. How about this? Nigga, like, yeah, nigga, the water ain't as blue as you think it is. I know. Oh my god, you don't be talking to me like. Nigga, like, wait, nigga, wait, hold no. on. Nigga, you <laughs> Y'all know how we used to have those sessions, and the sessions would be fancy oh shit. We get through. We would get through everybody. Nigga. <laughs> listen, listen. We would get through everybody. We would get through Aaron ass, and you know, it'd be in the room. Sarah, Sarah. We get through everybody. Me, call, me and Carlos spitting these balls. We noticed that in the third. This nigga here. The blue. Some shit. You know what I'm like, like the, o- the ocean under. Do y'all niggas wonder? I wonder. Days on my banana flow, ain't shit like what the fuck? <laughs> okay, all right, bro. Look, bro. But I loved it. it. I love it. I said, the key to life, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you felt on every goddamn level. Yo, every bro. goddamn level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Nigga, we should leave school. Oh we should leave school. Smoke right. like two blunts. Go going. in the house. Mm-hmm. And guess what? <laughs> Kevin walked to the fucking city. CD players. Y'all know about this shit. CD players. CD players. CD players. <laughs> nigga, cat, nigga, me and Carrie smoked up. We should sit outside. Remember, we sat on the fucking ledges by the uh, fucking barn. Uh, like this. Someone just looking at life. We was like, all right. You ready? You ready? All right, let's go. We go in the house. So another blunt. We sitting down. We like, yeah, Kev like this. I remember that shit. He's like, yeah, I got the shit you got here, yo. I don't know. You know who Kid Cudi is, yo? He's like, yeah, I skate, yo. I no, have you heard this album? I was like, can you this album? He's like, yeah, yo, you gotta hear this shit. Yo, it's fucking fire. Yo, just sit right there, yo. I got you. Yo, this nigga throw Man on the Moon on. Uh, bruh. He was like, yo, look, I will let you just hear it from start to finish. I'm gonna play one song, and then we just gonna switch from there. My nigga, he played higher. Yo, me and Kevin literally sitting there just like this, just like. The song is playing. Higher is playing. Higher is playing. And Kev is sitting there like this, like vibing out. I was sitting here like this. The Man on the Moon album just came out. Yes. It it was fresh. That was a good one, right? Yo, I'm sitting here literally just looking around like this, like, yo. Has everything been a. I'm gonna sit here looking around like, yo. What you got to listen to? That shit was so fire. I'm like, yo, can you run that back again, yo? He plays it again. <laughs> Next thing you know, we made it a ritual. Now we just linking up, yeah, smoking up blunt, and, and listening to higher. With Junie like, too. Junie too. Junie. Yeah, Junie Juni came with us too. Yep. Now Junie listens to it. Now we all listen to fucking That's higher. Like a song, like. We just high, listen to higher. And then we think he's sitting there like, yo, this shit is fucking crap. Like, oh. we listen, we're looking at each other so in I'm the back. eyes. I'm back with real questions. I had to take this. I'm back. Yeah, what's good? <laughs> okay. So. Are we recording? Yeah. Of course. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we recording? Oh, oh you, mean, you mean your your laughter spill over there? Yeah, absolutely. No, we're in that's there. That's crazy. I've been talking for real this whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think <laughs> I think one of the things about us is that we get a level of energy from the guests. It's raw. That's so weird. It's so raw. It's Ain't so no weird. It's no script over this yeah. bitch. Anybody right. like, Kevin, I need you to talk like this. 
Undulated. Before the show starts. And forget. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Where we out this bitch? Niggas know what it is. Kickstand podcast. All day. Gang gang. Okay, oh, so anyway. Yo, ask me about a movie or something. What's good? Okay. All right. Oh, really? Um, so we so we, we going to go there? Because I can skip that and go to the 20 questions. Wait, wait, wait. you skip? Boy, what you about to skip? But uh, before I skip that, let's go here. Um, all right. So the new album, it just dropped. What's the feedback like for the new album? The feedback is pretty For whose album? We can't say his. Oh, his. Okay. <laughs> like, we, no, then they got to specify. Oh, the Marauder EP? The Marauder EP. See, um, see, see. The feedback yeah. is, is, is great. I yeah. mean, uh, I'm being... I've seen I'm being, great feedback. Hey, man, too. let me answer the question. Man. <laughs> I've seen great feedback for that shit. I'm a fan The boy. feedback mm-hmm. is great. You know, I'm being challenged. Some people are saying, mm, interesting. You know... Not everything is great. This is great, you know. Okay. Not everybody's like that, you know. I I'm I'm focusing more on the people that are like, oh, challenging, you know. Like this girl wrote right. challenging, right? You know, and 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 um, of course, I mean, I love a great challenge, mm-hmm. you know. But challenge. I was like, hmm, you know, how could I I make this more appealing to this to her, but um still be organic in my sound and my values and principles, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I think I answered your question. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I think you did. I zoned in, in half of that second because yeah. I understood kind of where you were coming Zoner. from. <laughs> Rest in peace, Zoner. Right. Zoner is a graffiti artist from Brooklyn and Flatbush. Um, Which is he part died. of my next question. Go ahead. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he died. Um, some, of, some of my... Um, some of our mutual friends, you know, mm-hmm. we shared mutual friends. Gotcha. So, what a lot of artists may or may not know—I'm sorry—what a lot of people may or may not know that as an artist, you're not just a hip hop artist, but you're also an artist. Artist, you're a painter. Yeah. So, how does that influence, inspire your music, or um, is it something else that that is added to your bag of tricks? My words are visual heavy, and I don't have many bag of tricks, <laughs> which is good. You might have said something real fast. Yes. It's, it's referring to Quav. Yeah. So, what I would say is this. <laughs> I've always been, I've always been a graffiti artist. Kev, no. Kev is very, like, one of the very few who have seen my, like, my talent for doing that type of thing. But he showed me a different world of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I got fucking locked up from school. High school. I got locked up in high school. I remember you told me. Fucking literally in high school, I locked up for graffiti. <laughs> I locked up for this shit. Like, mm-hmm. Officer Brock, and you, you know his bitch ass. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Brock locked me up for that Wait, shit. Hold up, pause. Brock was still there? Yes, he was. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Officer yeah. Brock locked me up. No, no, no. Because, okay, so that's an Owens Mills thing. Shout out to our Owens Mills niggas. Because, like, literally, Officer Brock was there when I was in high school. <laughs> So yeah. let's be let's be clear. Like when you said that, that's why I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he locked me up. Know that. We used to call him Officer Cock. Officer yes, Cock. we all did. <laughs> we all did. Score. We all did. He locked me yes. up. I'll never forget that day. Wow. He locked me up. And that's what also showed me about people who you run with, yo. Number one rule: no new friends. Number two rule: we don't trust these hoes. <laughs> trust these hoes. Number one rule: no new friends. So I thought I could trust some niggas, and guess what? Niggas like, no, nah, Alvin did that graffiti. <laughs> like, blah, blah. Wow. So my shit was good. He's like, oh, he did that. Like, uh, I went to, I'm talking about, I literally got locked up, prosecuted, court, everything for these graffiti oh, wow. 
for this that's shit. Crazy. Yeah, uh, real shit. Like this shit it actually happened. I'm not, bro. This is like this is really. Yes, all of it. This is literally my. This is literally um the end of my ninth grade. Um, my ninth grade year in high school. Did ass. I got locked up for all that shit. I'm talking about like they pinned me for everyone who was doing it at the time. You remember when um when they pinned when they spray pinned the the, the um the trailers? Yeah, but that's all. They, 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 they that's pinned, all silliness, you know. They but. pinned me with that. It's silliness, it is, but they pinned me with that shit. Yeah. So right, I'm like, okay, well, well because uh, you had something to do with it, Alvin. It's not about having something to do with it. So no, 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 so, no, no. Let's I wasn't let's actually. Let's no, no, actually, I got actually, you. Actually, this happened after I got you. I got you arrested for it. I got you. afterwards. So they said, "Oh, we see you in your handwriting." Let's go ahead and stick on topic. Okay. Let's get back to Kev. All right. So, um, your your movement has definitely been the feed the animals movement. So, first of all, let's talk about the three goat <laughs> T-shirt situation and how that spreads into the feed the animal movement. Well, or you can go into the feed the animal movement first, which is fine. Okay. <laughs> Well, I love look. it. I love it. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, look. You know. Three goats. I worked at Three Goats, a restaurant over in Preston and Charles. Mm-hmm. Learned a lot. I was doing some funny shit over here. He don't know. Go ahead. But, uh, <laughs> learned, learned a lot. Um, we did a t-shirt collab in that meantime. Uh, there was an event which uh, we catered at a the new uh, weed shop mm-hmm. called uh, I think it's called Relief, um, but you know you have to have your medical card the whole get up right and sign up while emptying a bowl of rice and jerk chicken from Three Goats right which I served from the golden hands mm-hmm. of the golden boy <laughs> right <laughs> mm-hmm. but. It was a great time, you know, and then I had them cater our Feed the Animals party uh, slash home, um, homecoming event. You know, we just, we got properties. Mm-hmm. It's a monopoly. Right. So, so it's like, you know, we had that and they catered and then dude was just upset that, um, it's about to get real spicy. He was upset that, like, I called him the cook when he came to the party. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't know how that was disrespectful when he actually did cook the food. But more so, I recognized his stress of having to prepare, you know, a whole party's worth of food in a day. Mm -hmm. But you knew about the event for a month. So that's just ill preparation on your end. But moving forward, it was a great time. Mm -hmm. And much love and peace, you know. It was a good day. Right. It was a good day. Right, right, right. And uh, feed the animals is just about feeding that inner hunger, you know, getting to it every day, however you get to it. Mm -hmm. If you're a gymnast and you need to do 100 handstands, if you're you're a doctor and you need to, you know, it's just about that inner ambition, that inner hunger. To keep continuously feeding the mind and pushing pushing the That's the inner animal, feed the animal. And then it also goes outward externally into the land and the animals, the actual animals on the land and the food source and, you know, um, how we're affecting the land as human beings, 
you know, and I would hope feeding the animals and not killing the animals. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, would be more of a retrospective kind of situation. Right. I get it. I definitely get it. Um, so, how do you see how your music has has changed and progressed over the years? Um, where do you see the, the progression in, in who you are and what you are as an artist? I think now I'm, I'm very direct on what I want in a song. I know exactly where where it takes me and I don't push it any further or any less. Mm-hmm. I I look at um a piece of music as for for what it is you know, and um, I shoot with the name. Right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um. So, where do you see your career building from from here? Like, what or is there a goal at the end of this? I guess the only goal is to keep creating. You know, I'm, I'm more interested in. And um, property and land and um, sort of and being uh, a ship for the culture in this great wave. Right, 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 right. Um, and uh, I just I got high. I lost my question. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I got a high moment. I'm sorry. I just had a thing for a second because I said uh about three or four times. One thing I love about Kevin in general is that you will always be the person to innovate. And you continuously innovate. Do you see yourself maybe not I'm not a rebrand per se, but like do you see yourself growing into something else? Something else like what? Whatever you choose it to be. Like do you feel yourself kind of growing into I'm moving on to my next thing or um. like like nah. even even with even like how Wayne will feel like a project is behind him because he's already moving on to the next thing. As we talked about earlier, do you feel like you're moving on to your next thing? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already been thinking about new sounds, mm-hmm. new cadence. You know, right? How I'm fucking them up. You feel me? I want to come through yeah. fucking them up every time. Maybe right. sandwiches for everybody. Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm tapping pockets, wallets, all that. Yeah. But and I was blessed to get a chance to hear the whole the whole album beforehand, and I was able to EP beforehand, and it's it is dope. It is dope. So I, where I've been watching a lot of documentaries, mm-hmm. you know, I like to watch a lot of documentaries. I've been reading some interesting things as well. I think, um, you know, at a certain point, I'm definitely gonna pay for my education. Right. The whole way. Right. And um, there'll be something greater than just the. I'll be like a scientist of some sort. Sure, sure. Or like a anthropologist. Of but do you think that your education is now? Do you think you're getting more of an education now than you would for quote unquote paying for your education? What do you mean? Like okay, so a lot of times we get boggled down by the whole street fact or the whole factor of. Um, you're supposed to grow up, go to college, get a good job, and move forward. Right. Um, I don't think that your music fits to that conformity. No. Like that. You feel what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So then I think more so the question is like, where do you particularly see yourself in that? In that Musically? Yeah, yeah like musically, yes, absolutely. The, the music will, will change as I change and elevate, you know? Mm-hmm. I would never wish you to expect anything from me. I'm, I'm nothing but. Your brother, you know. Right. I don't have I any expectations. I make mistakes. 
Right. You know, I, I, I feel different ways in different times. Mm-hmm. You know, but... And do you also you think that you're getting an education in life as what well? Oh, like, yeah, all the time. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very much in the moment. Yeah. You know, I can't hang around people who are so focused on what's next. Right. All the time. Right. Now, because my work ethic, you know, in certain areas, maybe, you know, maybe precede others or, or maybe strong, you know, it may seem like I'm always ahead of something, but no, not at all. I'm mm-hmm. like very much in the moment. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, With the ability yeah. to think ahead. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So aside from, aside from that, is there anything else that should be coming up or that we should know about? Nah, just, you know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. <laughs> right, it's right, crazy, right, right. Out here, you know. Right. So take care of yourself and your family. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in in this era, right Read now. Read more, you know. All the books, all the little bookstores are closing down. Oh, it's I know. The, it's the perfect time to gather like information from the '60s and before. Exactly. In text, which is more, which is like maybe someone like you who wrote it, mm-hmm. just back then. Mm-hmm. You know, which I would rather get than a Google information. Like, I think that's very important. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. although we want to be using the technology for good research, I think um, pay attention to these little bookstores because so, they have the ri- what's written. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually piggyback off of what you're saying because that actually inspired me in a certain kind of way. So the room that I told you that was going to be upstairs in the house mm-hmm. is actually going to be where I'm also going to read. Yeah. primarily like that's it like I literally went to Walmart the other day and looked at a book and was like I gotta have it yeah. so the reason why I had to have I had to have the physical copy I couldn't have anything that contributed to be it being um it definitely couldn't be an audiobook so I couldn't deal with it but it was actually a sister soldier book and I was okay. like, I need it. Because I remember the days of going into Price's Town Row Plaza, going to the little bookstore. Mm. And remember, I would get the books that I really like. I would get the hood books and shit. I ain't care. Right. But I was like, I literally yeah, loved yeah, them. Yo, I still have those books to this day. And right. when you're saying that there's something to the written text versus where we are now, it is. It's something about that moment of putting pen to pad. And, and granted, it's, it's not literally that. Yeah. But it's that moment where you're like, this is that author. This is their thought. This is their world. Right. This is what they created. And I'm in that moment. So it's like when people sit back and they talk about, yo, I love the Harry Potter series, but the book was so much better. Right. That's because that book took them in their mind. Right. Somewhere where you can't you can't touch. You know what I'm saying? There's something so, that, that you, you physically get from following the words with your eyes. Yeah. Flipping each page. Right. Because you get to that last end or that period and you have to flip over that page to physically see what that is. It just, you know, a good equivalent music-wise would be writing your music on a... With pen and pad to up top. Sorry, we gotta get five. You know what I'm saying? Up top on that. Writing in your phone, you know? Yeah. I I see the aesthetic. Do you still do it that way or... Oh, yeah, man. I got so many books upstairs. Yo... So okay. it's it's weird though. It's so funny that you say that. This is why I connect with you. I, I draw I still in, my, do it. in my books as well. Like you look at my my books, you might 
see something I don't want you to see. Right. <laughs> right. No, I feel you on it. And, that was, and, and, and you know what? You know what the funny? Up some shit. <laughs> I got all types of. So the funny thing is this. Remember stuff. when I gave you back the composition book yeah. that had your shit in it? Do you know I never opened it? I just saw that your name was on the front. I never opened it because. Oh wow! Do you know my, what was in it? What was in so it? many business vocabulary. Contacts. Mm-hmm. Not contacts, but vocabulary. Got like, you. Like, uh, like. I don't know, marketing, and then the definition yeah. of, and then it was just of so much research that I was doing of um, business and like, uh, like real branding estate. and yeah, yeah, gotcha, real estate, business and real estate, mm-hmm. just just different laws and different um, vocabularies of, you know. But that's so funny though, because I literally, I remember picking it up and I said, "Oh, this cab shit." So. The funny thing about it was I was I started to open the binder and I was like fuck it and then I put it down and I text KK and I was like hey by the way you know I know we moving I just found Kevin's Ew, Kevin's what book it? it was it was on the studio it was oh, okay. still it was on the studio so wow. I'm like wow. so I'm like yo surprisingly as a matter of fact it was actually at the bottom of the hard disk recorder with the mic that wow. you had originally left which I still have to this day that's still over there and it was at the bottom and I was like oh all right yeah but this so, album I have no idea. So, um, so yeah, I went and um, kept it, and I was like, "Yo, I need to keep this. I definitely have to keep it and make this happen." And, That's love, yeah. Yeah, and That's... then I was like, "Yo, you have to, you have to have it back." I didn't. I never knew what was in it. I didn't okay. care what was in it, but it yeah. just kind of was. It just kind of was what it was. Yeah, and I wouldn't have been disturbed if you had opened it, you know. Right, of course, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, but I didn't. Up. I didn't. But um. Anything new that's supposed to be coming up or anything else that nope. you... All right. Well, we're going to have like a game night, you know. Right. You guys, you guys definitely have epic... Yo, it's so bad. Let me tell you how bad y'all, y'all shit is. I can't fuck with y'all no more. Real son. Can't even do it no more. So I goes downstairs and all of a sudden, one of my residents come through the door. I said... What? Yes! What? They know you called Everybody I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean? Like, I can't get away from my job. That's crazy. Because I'm literally, like, I literally was only five minutes down there, my man, my man Jay, and I was like, yo. Somebody hit my phone. Hold up. That's alright. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's some good So, even though we still record, we're going to do what we do. But, yes, literally, that is how that happened. I walked down here. I was only five minutes here. I was like, nigga, why are you here? I literally had to have that explanation the next day at work. Like, why are you here? My
right now at this particular point, we are going to end the show as we always do, which will be fear, false evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind. And, and Kev Cannon has, has unlocked his mind, you know what I'm saying, too? So he's going to definitely be on a different plateau. Um, so right now for the Kickstand Podcast, one of the big things is that we are getting ready for our second year anniversary party. That shit is going to be lit. Yes, sir. If it's done the way that yes, I want sir. to. It is going to be a house party to theme. It is going to be a pajama situation. OB came out with another one that I don't want to talk oh, about. Oh, look at that. On the waist, though, I saw that. Oh, I shit. I, I saw that. I just <laughs> let that go. All I see is this leg. Let it like just keep it there. Like I let that shit go and didn't want to go into that. I did. I the really dancer, did. The prancer. Niggas is petty. I did. Because he'll say, Kevin needs to say the fuck out of my head. Like, I asked you to say the fuck out of my head. Because I literally <laughs> saw that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, that, 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 <laughs> that didn't happen. Nah, nah, nah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we gotta add extra spice in the Absolutely. The so, of- look, so then, okay, so then I'm mad at you. So, the next <laughs> thing, the next thing that we're gonna do is gonna be the two year anniversary <laughs> party. And then, in addition, um, we're gonna try to think about doing some giveaways. Um, we're thinking about adding extra t shirts and shit like that. I hate all of y'all in this motherfucking room right now. Every single one of all three of y'all get on my fucking nerves. All three of y'all. All three of y'all. Get all three y'all. All three Bitch, fucking fear. Both of them disappear for real. Nigga, hit the fucking button. I'm done. Fuck this shit. Alright, shut the fuck up, everybody, so I can pause this shit out. Wow. Wow. This guy was abused. <laughs> Holy, stop playing!